This episode of Please Don't Tell Anyone is brought to you by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? Like, you know what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it? That is a feeling I know very well. And for so long, I beat myself up when I would feel that way. Like, what was wrong with me? Why couldn't I, for example, be like the other kids and stay at the sleepover? I should be able to do that. I was always the kid who would go home crying with separation anxiety, and I never understood why. Enter therapy. Therapy has allowed me to figure out why I am who I am. And in doing that work, I can firmly say that I have become a better person. It has given me the tools to not only manage my anxiety when it comes up, but really break free of it for most of the time. There is nothing that has changed my life more than therapy. I have been in therapy for over 10 years, and I can honestly say that you wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now if it weren't for therapy. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com PDT today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash P-D-T. Do you have an unexpected story to tell or know someone who does? We'd love to have you on the pod. Please apply at please don't tell anyone pod at gmail.com or follow our application link in bio of our Instagram, please don't tell anyone pod or TikTok account. In sex and kink, there's something called honorifics, which is basically the title that you give your dom. My honorific, I was goddess. Hey, and thanks for coming back to Please Don't Tell Anyone. I'm Molly Clark, your host, and this is the podcast where you hear unexpected stories by ordinary people. I go and blind to all my interviews so that I can hear the story firsthand just like you. I accidentally became a financial dominatrix at 17, and I'm still currently doing it on and off until now. What started off as a really bad and super awkward first date turned into what it is today. I am so excited <laughs> to hear how this happened. Why don't you just start from wherever you feel is okay. the appropriate start of the story, which I assume is however you got on this yeah. awkward first date. So I was 17, and it was 2020, I believe. So it was like, September 2020 so like pretty COVID-y time and I was in my senior year of high school but I was doing like all virtual school so I was like super lonely and just wanted like that typical teen like interaction I made a tinder account and I lied about my age I said I was 18 because I was like oh I'm turning 18 in a few months anyways it's fine and I just started talking to people and I was swiping and I see this guy and swipe right, didn't think anything of it. We'll call him Jason for the purposes of the story. So I see Jason Great. and like in all of his pictures, he's pretty cute. He looks like a nice, handsome, attractive boy and he's 18. So I'm like, no issue. He's around my age. He probably won't be that freaked out that I'm like almost 18, but not yet 18. So like I swipe right. Yeah. And we start talking. I feel like we maybe match very end of September, probably early October or something like that. So we match in October and we start chatting. And as I'm talking to him, I'm just like, wow, we have a lot in common. He's really interesting and he's so easy to talk to. And and we were just talking about regular life stuff, getting to know each other and whatever. And we moved on to Instagram and started talking there. And at some point, as horny teenagers do, the conversation of sex came up and we started talking about the things we were into. And when we were talking, he started bringing up the things he was into very slowly. At first, it was like, yeah, I am a switch sometimes. Like, sometimes I like to be submissive and sometimes I like to be dominant. And I was like, oh, okay, like, whatever. And like, at this point, I really, because it was COVID and all that stuff, like, I hadn't had that many interactions or whatever so I didn't really like I had an idea of what I was into but I didn't really 
know for sure. Was your intention to meet up yeah. or was it? Because, like, sometimes you just, like, go online and talk to people and it starts getting sexual and that's a whole thing yeah. in itself. But, like, you were like, oh, I actually yeah, just Yeah, like, just as we were talking, I was like, oh, he's really interesting and, like, a very great talker. Like, he's just fun to talk to. So I was interested in meeting him. But at the same time, I think I he was maybe going to be this second person I met off a dating app maybe the so I was still like very cautious and very not sure if I wanted to meet him but I was leaning more towards yes at the time yeah so yeah so we like start talking about our interests and stuff in bed and um he starts with the fact that like sometimes he likes to be submissive and then the next time we talk and like we're talking every day by the way like we're talking like the full 16 hour, 18 hours I'm awake, like that whole time we were like chatting on Instagram. So then I think the next thing he told me was that he likes to be degraded. And I was like, okay, I know what that means, but I didn't like really know what that meant in the context of what he was into. So then he starts telling me yeah. a little bit more and he's like, oh, like I'm into, <laughs> I can never say this without laughing. I'm into small penis humiliation. And I was like, oh okay cool did he say that he had a small penis and he wanted it humiliated or was he like i have a huge penis but i love being humiliated like when people talk about i feel like at that point i think he may have sent me some nudes i don't remember like the exact timeline because it was like three years ago or almost four years ago now but i feel like he had sent me some nudes so i had an idea of what we were working with for lack of a better word and like yeah. He was like average size. I mean, if you're hearing this right now, like it's a tiny dick and like I hate you. But if, um, <laughs> but realistically, it was average, but he was just into being. Okay. Kind of realistically, small. it's no, nothing like that. It was very much average. But he Got was it. just into being told that it was like really small. And he had like specific key words that he liked to, which I'll get into all that in a bit yes, too please. what was your reaction to that were you and, and by the way like, there's no judgment yeah. like if you were like i thought it was fucking hot and i was into it i'm like okay great i'm just curious no, what action? i definitely didn't think it was hot <laughs> i think i was more especially like in the mindset that i was in at the time i think i was more like like he's such I think, like, I at that point, I also, I had come out of a few weird situationship kind of things. So I yeah. was like, oh, I don't think I was necessarily looking to date. But then once we started talking and, like, I started getting along with him, I was like, oh, I feel like this could turn into something. So, like, in my mind, yeah. I was like, he has, like, these weird things, but I have my weird things. Like, we all have our weird things. So, like, I feel like this is something that's, like, worth putting up with if this is gonna go somewhere like if everything else is normal and he's like cool otherwise he says all that and we start i think we started having phone sex at that point and like at first i feel like it started very regular oh you're so hot and whatever but i think as we got to know more of what we were into mutually it started becoming a little bit more specific i feel like because of him, I was introduced to a whole new side of Pornhub because I had to do research almost mm. as to like what to say. Because like I didn't really yeah. know that this was like even a thing that people were into for the most part. And did he, you may not know this answer, like did he only realize that he was into these things and these certain words from watching porn? Oh, that's such a good question. I think that he maybe had a partner before me who he experimented not that i was ever his partner i want to clarify that but i think before he met me i think he had dated somebody who he had experimented with but i feel like he he has kind i'll always have a soft spot for him because i do know a lot about his life now he has a rougher upbringing in general and like i don't want to go into that because that's his own personal stuff totally but i think that he started watching porn from a very young age And I think that even scientifically, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think if you're exposed to things like porn at a hard or at a young age, because you become so desensitized to it, you get into harder core stuff. So I'm assuming that's how it happened, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. The tiny dick thing was number one. And then number two, and then like just general, like 
degradation. And then the second thing I think he told me was, hold on, I have to remember in like the series of events. Oh, he told me that he wanted to be cucked. So like he wanted, or like at least like talk about like cucking and stuff like that. So he wanted- For those who don't know what that is, can you please I was like expecting that question because I've heard the podcast so many times. I was like ready to give a definition. (laughs) please give us a definition (laughs) i like half know what that is i actually probably don't now that i'm sitting here i'm like "Hmm." no you're gonna educate all of us until i got into this yeah i mean you you learned i did i really did cucking is basically when i feel like there's different ways that you could do it but essentially it's when somebody is turned on by watching their partner have sex with other people so they basically wanted to be like humiliated and like like almost overpowered because oh haha like you're not good enough for me so i'm gonna go like fuck this other person in front of you vibes got it that's totally not what i thought it was gonna be um fair enough but yeah so he was into that so i think like he like wanted me to tell him about this like my like past sexual experiences because i think he like he wanted to imagine what it would be like for him to be in the room and just be like watching and being humiliated and stuff like that and then the other thing he told me was that he was into controlled orgasms like he would have to ask permission to come or i would give him a countdown and if you don't come in this countdown then you don't get to come or whatever stuff like that so i think those were the main things he told me over the phone and then basically for i want to say the whole month of november and like probably like whenever we like matched on tinder to like end of november we were like like we talked every day and then we like were having phone sex so it was basically like but like from for him it just sounds like it was a lot of degrading yeah yeah he loved to be teased and i am like a teasy person like in general so i was like like i can do this like this seems not that far out of my wheelhouse and also like i think this is gonna like sound bad i think it's like kind of fun to be a little bit mean sometimes and not in a genuine way no totally i I mean that's i think like sex and fantasies and everything is such a big umbrella yeah exactly so i think yeah it wasn't something that i was like whoa i can't do this it was more just oh this is interesting it's not really doing anything for me but he's a cool guy and i want to see where this goes i can deal with it for now then we started talking about meeting up and at this time Mm -hmm. like everything was closed pretty much like where i live like we really didn't have that many options as to what we could do and it was approaching or it might have become or it was approaching december when we like decided to meet so yeah it was really like difficult for us to decide what we were doing but my friend she was like oh hey like my parents are going out of town and i'm away at my friend's house for the weekend if you want to use my house you can have your date at my house i don't really care just oh my god that's so generous yeah we were like very close and so she was like very ch- and i had i've been in her house without her even being there like sometimes i just go chill there so it wasn't like that out of the ordinary for us um and she was just like that's so nice i'm so not no, chill like so that fair. like if someone sits on my bed in their day clothes <laughs> i freak I'm out i'm the same way if you see my room like i'm very like i'm very organized like i don't like people in my space so i get it that's yeah. fascinating that she was so down for yeah. that but okay, i feel continue, like her main so... condition was just like don't fuck in my bed and i was like yeah no i was not planning on doing that so yeah. i was like okay cool but at the same time i'm like I feel like there was like an extra layer of responsibility there because I'm like, I don't want to invite this stranger over to my friend's house. And like, what if he like fucking robs a place? So I was like, okay, we'll meet at this coffee shop that I like and we'll get coffee and maybe go to a park or whatever. And I don't think we could have sat in the coffee shop. I think everything was closed, but we were like going to go on a walk, whatever, drink our coffee. And then if he was cool, then I take him back to my friend's place and then see what what happened and like where everything went we're like okay we had a date in mind and i think it was maybe the day before our date and i'm on the phone with him and he's oh i have one more thing to tell you that i'm into and i'm like oh what is it and he's i'm into financial domination so that was like 
very ding ding like jackpot for me because I yeah <laughs> I was like I was a little bit of a hustler when I was younger so I was always looking for just in case like things didn't work out I always wanted a backup plan it's funny because when I tell my friends a story they're like oh like you're like cat from euphoria and I'm like no I like I did this before like I watched that show so no like I'm the OG <laughs> but I think I like somehow had heard about financial domination like maybe through like YouTube or something like that and I had always been like interested in it because I was like oh like you just like you get paid to make fun of somebody like I can do that that sounds easy and fun yeah it's like literally being paid yeah, to bully exactly. <laughs> not that I'm a bully but <laughs> yeah that was no, like no. the general I was just like if this is something that somebody wants me to do I can do that so use what you got to get what you want 100 <laughs> yeah so I was really like that was the only thing that he had said thus far like the things that he was into that I was like I can do that and I know I can be good at that and if that comes yeah. along with like all this other humiliation shit then easy now I know what to say to get you to give me money perfect I tested it out that day when we were on the phone and yeah. I had a little voice that I did when we would talk and it was like I would just lower my voice and talk really slow and more do you want to do oh, the voice fuck. for you us? need to give me something to say <laughs> <laughs> what would be something he would want you to say just like you have a tiny penis he's or gonna like... listen to this on you probably repeat. do I feel like I should send him this episode he's gonna listen to this on oh. repeat when I'm like not around but are you gonna send I it to know. him I mean I feel like he won't find it realistically I don't know maybe I like well, you haven't you haven't said where you are. I have no idea whether you're even in the That's US. That's fair. I you haven't said his no. name. You've changed a name, and you're going to be blurred. So there's really nothing other than, and I feel like there's a lot of guys out there who so far could fit oh, this 100%. story. You line. know what? I just feel like he would get like a kick out of it. If Great. anything, I'll be like, send me hundred and fifty dollars for you to hear. Blast yeah, for you to hear all of the things that I said about you on a podcast. I feel like he would like. He would love that. Maybe Great. 150 is too in that low, case, do the yeah. voice. Okay. Fuck. Let me think. Yeah. You know what? I'll do the voice in context of the story. It, it's coming. Please. But we would talk on the phone, and I think one of the things I told him is if you want to come tonight, like you're going to, this isn't the voice, but like I'll do it later, I promise. But I was just like, if you want to come tonight, like you have to go out and you have to buy me. I think, I think I said, I don't even know what I said. I feel like I might have said like a gift card or something like that. Or like, I might have just said withdraw cash or something along those lines. And he told me, he was like, oh, like, I don't get paid until tomorrow, which is like when we're going to have our date. So I only have, pardon me, like 35 or like 40 bucks in my bank account right now. And I was like, okay, then you're going to give me those 40 bucks. And so I told him to go buy me. I don't even know what I said. I think I sent him like a few like makeup products or something. I think I sent him like a face wash, <laughs> like a nice face, wa face wash and like mascara and something else or something like easy. I'm like, just go to Walmart right now and like, nah, nah. so he was like, okay. And so he's, yeah, like I went and did it and then came back and then like we like finished the rest of the session, I would say like as usual. Yeah. And then the next day comes. And I text him and like, I think our meeting time is supposed to be like 11. Like we were going to go for like a brunch kind of vibe. I don't even know. So I get to, we were meeting at like a subway station. So I get to the subway and I'm like waiting for him and I don't hear anything. And I'm waiting for 10 minutes, 50 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 and I'm like texting him and I'm like, hey, like, where are you? Like, we have this date and like, we've been talking for two months. And I'm like, you know, at this point, I think I was just like in my head, I was like, like everyone gets ghosted, which like, what the fuck did I know? I was like yeah. 17, but I'm like, everyone gets ghosted at some point. So like, maybe this was my time to get ghosted, whatever. And then I get a text back from him and he's, oh my gosh, like, I didn't know. Oh, fuck. I forgot like a really important part. Okay. Please. You can add it. I'll throw it in. <laughs> he had a name for me and like in sex and kink there's something called honorifics which is basically the title that you give your dom or superior kind of vibe yeah my honorific i was goddess which i love Great. and to this day my I love home that. still calls me goddess it's yeah and I'm, I, I'm saved in some of my friends phones as goddess it's like an ongoing joke perfect 
I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that comes back later, but I forgot to mention that. I'm at the subway station and I'm like telling him, I'm like, hey, where are you? And then I get a text back, I think after 45 minutes or an hour, and he's, I'm so sorry, I'm running late. I will be there soon. Don't worry. So I was like, okay, whatever. I waited. Another hour goes by and then he finally shows up. And when I first see him, I was very, it was not what I expected. And like, like you were underwhelmed. I don't want to say that. Like he is still like an attractive person, just not to me. Just like he wasn't my type and he was a lot shorter than I thought he was going to be. And he really knew one thing about him. He really knew his angles. He really knew how to take good pictures of himself. And so when I see him in person, granted, I also saw him with a mask at first that might have added to it but I don't know just like the fit wasn't giving and it was just like not there was no initial attraction so speaking of masks if you have you seen euphoria oh yes 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 yeah 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 yes yes is doing like her little financial dominatrix shit and she's like on I don't know zoom or whatever like facetime with the person she's dominating they Usually, people who are, like, on the sub side of financial domination love to be called piggies or, like, pay pigs. They're, like, like cash cow kind of vibe, pay pig. But, like, piggy is, like, the one that they, like, really like to go by, as far as I know. So, so that's, like, speaking of masks. Like, he wasn't wearing a pig mask, but that just reminded me of that detail. So, anyway. So, we meet, and he's also, like, where are we going? And so, we take the bus to this coffee shop it was like right down the road and then we get off and we go into the coffee shop and then there wasn't much like chatting there was like chatting but it wasn't like it was kind of like fast at first like we like got on the bus went to the coffee shop got our like pastries he paid of course and then we went to this park to go eat mind you it's like december 20th and where i live it gets cold as fucking hell looking back now as a 20 year old like i'm like what the fuck was i doing back then but anyway we are sitting at this park and i just remember thinking this is so weird and i there's just no chemistry here this but i'm give him a chance maybe it'll surprise you so i see him without the mask like the covid mask and then he again not underwhelming but just no initial attraction and we start chit-chatting and I have no idea what we were talking about and he we're like sitting on like a play structure and he's sitting with his legs like going down the slide and we're like looking at each other like that like it was so like it was just so awkward and then at some point he like moves and sits directly across from me and he has very dark eyes so like it was just like these dark orbs and he like makes really good eye contact so he's just staring at me like this the whole time and then the thing that really i feel like set the rest of the sequence of events off was that he comes and sits beside me and then he puts his head he leans his head down on my shoulder like that one of the first things he ever told me was that he made music and I'm not going to comment on his music, but it was just not my cup of tea. I remember like when he was like sitting with his head on my shoulder, I really wanted him to get off of me, but I didn't really feel like at the time I probably just didn't have the language to be like, I'm uncomfortable, move. So I was like, oh, why don't you sing for me? Like, why don't you sing one of the songs you like put out on SoundCloud? And so he gets up and he goes to the corner of the play structure And he starts doing scales. Like, he was doing, like, full scales. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm just like, what is... And, like, the type of music he made... Like, it was, like, not rap, but, like, like hip-hop. So I'm like, what the fuck are you doing scales for? Because, like, I had heard some of his songs before, but I was just like, whatever. And then, (laughs) so, what he does... So I'm sitting on the play structure, and, like, I have my knees up to my chest, and he's standing over on top, like, over top of me, and so I'm looking up at him and he's looking down at me and he's like, you're making me nervous. Close your eyes. So I go to close my eyes and then he like, I can feel him lean down and try and kiss me. And I like, I know. Oh and God. I was like, open my eyes. I was like, no, you're not kissing me. I didn't say that, but I was just like, oh, like, why don't you sing? 
because I was just like, I'm not kissing this guy. <laughs> like you're all warmed up right now. You right? should really like, sing. It's cold. Yeah. Your vocal cords are going to shrivel up. You just warmed up. Do your thing. <laughs> and he starts singing and he sang Fly Me to the Moon by Frank Sinatra. To this day, yeah. can't listen to that song. For it's, sure. <laughs> it was not great. His voice did crack a few times. Maybe he didn't do enough vocal warm-ups. I'm not sure. But, oh, fuck. I forgot to tell you. It's okay. Add it. The reason why he was two hours late was because the day before, yeah. he didn't get me the stuff that he I told him to go get. So he had went no. that morning to go get me the stuff I asked for. And, like, when he pulled up to the subway station, like, that was the first thing he did is he gave me the stuff. And so... I wasn't planning on this date becoming a sexual financial domination situation. That wasn't really what I had in mind. If anything, I honestly thought we were just going to have a nice date and then maybe go back to my friend's house and if all went well, we were going to hook up and then see each other again, maybe. But at this point, it was starting to become clear to me that this guy is not what I'm interested in. But at the time, that TikTok sound, or like, I guess it's a song, but like that sound that was like, get that bread, get that head, then leave. Yeah, <laughs> um, that was trending, and so that was like literally yeah, playing in my in head. head. And I was like, okay, I'm not gonna let him give me that head, so <laughs> might as well get that bread. So I'm like, I feel like almost a flip <laughs> switched in my brain, and I'm like, okay, time to go into seductress mode. mode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's saying for me, and then I had also told him that like, hey, my friend is lending me her house. Maybe we can go over he's oh, like why don't we go back to your friend's place and i'm like no i don't really think i want to do that let's like let's go like on a walk because it also started snowing at the time so i was like okay let's go walk and maybe we'll walk to her house i don't know we'll see as we're walking yeah. this is when i start doing my little thing i think actually as we were walking he said that he wanted to go back to that bakery because he wanted to get some of the pastries for his dad or something like that we were walking back and i was like Piggy, it was really awful that you made me wait for two hours for you, making such a pretty girl wait for so long when you were supposed to be on time. That was really disrespectful, don't you think? And like, I was starting to plant seeds in the brain, edge him on a little bit. And yeah, he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And I could tell that he was like starting to like also get into it. Catch and on, yeah. so I was like, yeah, I feel like there should be some kind of punishment for you making me wait for so long. You're so lucky that somebody like me would even wait for this long for you. And so I feel like I deserve some kind of compensation, don't you think? And it was like very much just like stuff like that. So we go to this bakery and we're in line because at the time, because of COVID, like we had to line up outside. And so we're standing outside and like I'm starting to whisper in his ear and I was like, wouldn't it be so funny if I made you oink in front of all these people like the piggy you are and like obviously I would never do that because the other people around didn't consent to that but it's just like the fun and like the fantasy (laughs) of it that I felt would do it for him and like start riling him up yeah Yeah. it's great and so he's no goddess like please and this was the first time he had called me goddess in person and like I'm not gonna lie like it is a power trip totally and he's no goddess please don't that would be so embarrassing so then we go into the bakery and like he's doing his thing and I check my watch and I'm like fuck like I literally like I set aside the whole day to hang out with this guy and I'm like we are literally an hour and a half in like I do not want to hang out with him for much longer because this isn't going well there's no chemistry here so what the fuck I'm trying to think of excuses of what I can say after I obviously get my bread (laughs) he gets the shit and then we leave the bakery and in the area that we were in unfortunately there wasn't too much in terms of shops so I took him mm-hmm. to like a drugstore because I was like, you know, like, like maybe I'll go get like makeup or whatever. And as we're walking to the drugstore, I'm like still continuing to edge him on. And I'm like, so you got paid this morning, didn't you? And he was like, yes. And I was like, I feel like you should spend a good amount of that paycheck on me. Don't you think? Like after seeing how beautiful I am and like how lucky you are to be hanging out with me, like we should probably do something with that money you got. And he was like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I'm so nervous. I think he was getting embarrassed that it was working. So he, like, almost tried to switch into a more, like, dominant role, which was, like, even more of an ick. Because I'm like, I already saw you, like, (laughs) 
Like, you just call me goddess in public, and now you're gonna be like, I'm gonna take you into yeah. the alley and bend you over my knee and spank you. I'm like, okay, okay, bud. Like, you're not that you're guy. Like, I don't know. Like, relax. <laughs> so we get into the drugstore and, like, beeline for the makeup. And it was... Molly, let me tell you, it's very freeing to shop without looking for prices. Like, it's so much fun. Like, yeah. you should try it sometime. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> it was amazing. So, like, the first thing I did was go, I think I got, like, mascara, and I handed it to him. And I think it was, like, it was, like, an expensive mascara. It was, like, 25 30 bucks, something like that. And he put it back. And so I looked him in the eye, and I whispered in his ear, and I was like, if you do that again... I'm going to buy two of them and make you throw one out in front of me just for the fun of it. Is that the voice? No, we'll Have get we there. We'll the get voice. there. It's a little warm up. It's a little preview. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so he like he takes the mascara back and then I start I start looking at other things. And then one of the things that I said and I was so proud of myself I was proud. LOL. But I was like I was so like just like shocked with myself for my ability to like come up with this shit on the fly. It's like an improv yeah. exercise almost. And I'm like, I'm not a theater kid. But That's like, incredible. in that moment, like, I was like, am I Margot Robbie? Who am I? I made him, like, I gave him a palette, like a makeup palette, like an eyeshadow palette. And I like put it mm-hmm. in his hand and I was like, I'm going to do a makeup look with this palette. And for every like that I get, you're going to pay me a dollar. And for every comment I get, you're going to pay me five. And like, just like a lot of stuff like that. And then at some point, and my favorite line that I said to him was that you're looking at nail polish and I was like oh here I'll try to do the voice time I'm like out of practice but I'll try my it's it's really embarrassing doing it in front of somebody who's not into it (laughs) because it's just now I just feel silly but (laughs) no don't we're all really I'm telling you every person first of all who knows maybe somebody listening to this is very into it (laughs) second of all in which case you should be paid and second of all I think it really just adds to the okay, story. We have to hear the voice. Okay. I'll close my eyes. I will also close my eyes. Okay. Well, <laughs> close eyes. Okay. Hold on. Let me take a few deep breaths before I do this. I want you to pick out the color of nail polish that's going to be on my finger when I point at your tiny little cock and laugh. So it's just like stuff like that. And like, yeah, perfect. It was very... Perfect. You really, you deserve and, like, an Academy Even Award that was like not, it was not my best work, but. No, but you, that was, that was a great <laughs> no, line. No, the line was awesome, but just the voice was my best, but. Well, yeah, you're not warmed up. Yeah, it, it was just like, it was so fun. And mind you, I also like, I was very conscious that like, I didn't want to make anyone else uncomfortable. So like, I didn't want anyone like hearing me or seeing what I was doing or anything. Not that I was like really doing anything, but just like hearing what I was saying, essentially. And then I remember he like whispered in my ear and he's like, I'm so hard right now. Oh my God. Like this is turning me on so bad. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to see that. I was like, isn't it so embarrassing for you to be getting hard in the middle of a drugstore right now? You're just listening to the sound of my voice. That's so embarrassing for you. And then I remembered my friend, one of my best friends from high school, she worked at a drugstore and she had told me that drugstores sell some sex toys. They sell vibrators and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, and at the time I didn't own any sex toys. So I was like, time to start the collection. So I take him to the, yeah. like, that aisle and I pick one out and I'm like, and it, it was like a little bullet vibe. So it was like super tiny, like the size of a lipstick for anyone who doesn't know what a bullet vibe is. <laughs> and it was super tiny. And I was like, wouldn't it be so funny if the cashier saw that you had to pay for this because your tiny cock couldn't satisfy me and he was like no goddess please don't make me buy that that's so embarrassing and I was like no you're gonna fucking buy it so I um, gave him the box mind you he's holding all of the shit I'm not like I'm not carrying a single thing and we have racked up drugstore makeup is low-key so expensive sometimes for no reason yeah. so like we were like we were definitely in the hundreds i don't remember only had 30 dollars in his that bank was the day before yeah ago. exactly but then he got paid so i was like payday like yeah payday let's go i didn't uh, i didn't even ask like how much are you willing to spend and like yeah. now that not that i do it professionally now but now that <laughs> i'm a little bit more aware and also i have my own financial struggles so i'm like okay i don't want to actually put this guy out i would probably ask now like how much we'll set the budget now but at the time i wasn't really thinking very practically 
I think the bullet vibrator was the last thing that I made him get for me. And so then we go in line and he gives me his card and he's, I can't, I can't purchase it. Goddess, you can, you go purchase it. I'm too nervous. This is so embarrassing in front of all of these people. They're going to see me buying all this stuff and they're going to know it's for you. And then just shit like that. I think we're like, there's one more person in front of us until we reach the cashier. And the cashier was super gorgeous. Like she was this really pretty girl. And I was like, you know, like I wanted to use that to in my advantage. I mean, I didn't want to make her uncomfortable, obviously, but I was just like, at the very last minute, I handed him back his card and I was like, no, I think you're going to pay for it because I think I want that cashier to know that you're buying all of this for me and that this vibrator is for me and that you just do anything for me. And so we get to the cashier and luckily he was like able to act normal because I was like, I was very concerned actually that, I don't know, it would become like something weird i just didn't want to make anyone comfortable luckily he was normal and he paid for everything he was pretty quiet though and then the cashier was like and i hadn't said a single thing i was literally just standing behind him with my arms crossed no i didn't say anything and then the cashier was like would you like your receipt and he's like no no thank you and then i was like oh actually yes please and i take the receipt and then we walk out of the store and i'm like look how much you just spent on me piggy isn't that so embarrassing you just met me today and you're spending like i think it was like i want to say 350 or something like that and some like kind of crazy number to be spending at a drugstore you know what i mean um and he was like i can't believe you you asked for the receipt that was so embarrassing and he was just like i think he almost was like coming not coming down from the experience, but it was clear he was like in a very like heightened state of arousal. (laughs) It was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that just happened. If somebody fulfills your wildest fantasy, it's wow, that was so crazy. I think he was just in that state of shock a little bit. And so I look at the time and I'm like, bye, you can walk me to the subway station now, I'm done. (laughs) And we're walking and as we're walking, again, he tries to do that thing where he's compensating a little bit where he is like oh next time I see you I'm gonna do this and that and the third because blah 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 and I'm like in my head I'm like there's not gonna be a next so we get to the subway station and I'm like okay I'll wait for you until like your bus comes and then like I think I was waiting for my bus and he was taking the subway home I was like oh like do you want to wait until my bus comes and he was like yeah no problem so we're waiting and he is really trying to like I don't know, like, just settle the score, I imagine, because he's, daddy's, like, gonna punish you, and, like, I think I literally popped a piece of gum in that he bought me, and I was just, like, yeah, whatever, and my bus comes, and I'm, like, okay, like, bye, like, it was nice meeting you, and he was, like, no, like, we didn't get to spend, like, enough time together, and, like, no, 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 and so I felt bad, and like I shouldn't have because like I just fulfilled this guy's fucking fantasy but like I felt bad so it's like okay like I guess you can take the bus with me and then like you and like I was gonna go back to my friend's place because I had dropped my shit off at her house anyway so I was just gonna stop there before I went home I was like I guess you can take the bus with me so we get on the bus and we sit in like the back of the bus so like the five seater in the back of the bus and I like led the way into the bus so I'm like sitting in the very corner and then he's sitting beside. So he's kind of like cornering me in and yeah. I'm like, okay, like whatever. And we're sitting together and as the bus gets going, like, I don't even know what we were talking about. And then he puts his hand on my thigh and I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this, but I guess this is the getting the head part of the song kind of, but I'm also like, I don't really think I want to get like finger banged on a bus right now so I don't know I don't know what's going on and then he's like sliding his hand like throughout the bus ride like progressively like up my thigh like at this point I was it almost felt like we were playing a game of chicken like I'm like are you gonna do something or aren't you and then he doesn't he just like rests his hand like very high on my thigh (laughs) then the bus like we get to my stop and then I'm like okay like it's time for us to get off and he's like I thought you said it was a 30 minute bus ride because I had lied and then like it was like it's like a long bus ride for me to get home so like I have to get going now I think I like said something that was like oh I thought you said you were gonna be here at 11 so like mm, touche nice. so we got off the bus and I think I gave him like a token or whatever to get back like on the bus like the other way and, or like a transfer or whatever 
but he's like no please let me walk you to your friend's place and i was like fuck like i can't get rid of this guy so he walks me to the street corner and this is where this is like not the climax of the story it's like one of the many (laughs) for lack of a better word climaxes of the story we're on the corner and i'm standing there and he's standing there and he's just like looking at me he's clearly expecting something and i'm like not gonna give it to him so he gets really close to me like his forehead is pressed against my forehead like his nose is pressed against my nose and he's like just looking at me (laughs) i'm so uncomfortable and he was like don't you think like i deserve a kiss or something like that like he said something like so fucking stupid i think i like started off like in like a dommy way and i was like no like you were two hours late today and like you only spent 350 dollars like i don't think you deserve a kiss today or some shit like that and then he was like no please goddess and i was like and then i like went the other way and i was like maybe this will work and i'm like oh like i can't wait until you're like i'm in your bedroom and blah blah blah. and then like you kissed me Mm -hmm. for the first time whatever and then he still was like not getting the hint that i don't want to kiss you and so i gently put my hand on his chest and just move him back like just a little bit because he Mm -hmm. is pressed his forehead and nose are pressed mm-hmm. against my face. Like, we are touching. Yeah, you're like, I need to breathe. I'm like, COVID social distancing, like, move back, bud. So I just, like, <laughs> gently push him away. And then what he does, and, like, this, to this day, is, like, the funniest thing that has ever oh, no. Did he happened fall? to me in my life. He takes a step back. He looks me <laughs> in the eye. He nods. Oh, okay, I get it. He turns around, and he, like, you know, the... <laughs> You know the Naruto run where, like, it's, like, your hands behind your back and you're, like, (laughs) running away? He, like, basically, like, fist clenched, like, Arthur meme fist clenched, put his hands (laughs) behind his back like this and, like, stormed down the street. And I, like, I laughed out loud. Like, I I could not help myself. I was, like, are you, I think I literally said out loud. I was, like, are you fucking kidding me? Because I was just like, this is the most ridiculous thing that I've ever... You're storming off like a toddler. Like, it was literally, like, astounding that a person would behave like this. And I guess I shouldn't have expected anything less from a man with all of these things. But (laughs) so we stormed down the road. And then I'm, like, walking to my friend's house. And I'm, like, laughing my ass off. And I was, like, I started, like, texting my girlfriends. And I was like, hey, like, I have a fucking story for you. Like, you're not going to believe what just happened to me today. And I think I texted him, too. And I was like, hey, like, but I felt bad also at the same time, which I like, I shouldn't have felt bad because like, you know, it's normal to like consent. Like, I don't want to kiss you. Like, you shouldn't be upset by that. So I texted him and I was like, hey, are you good? And he was like, I just have to learn to take no or take rejection or something like that. And I was like, oh, like, I'm sorry. I'm just like uncomfortable and like didn't really feel like kissing you. And then he literally said, he's like, it's okay. I understand. Were you looking back down the road for me as much as I was? I was like, <laughs> no. But I don't even know what I said to that. I probably, I probably said yes. But so that was that. So I went to my friend's place and I called all my friends and I was just like, this crazy thing happened to me. And I, I think I literally posted on like, my private story on snapchat and i was like hey big haul like i like posted all the shit i got <laughs> I'll, I'll send you that photo by email <laughs> you can post it on the instagram That's if you like but yeah it was really like it was very silly and then so basically what happened after that so that was the first and only time i ever saw him but the story does not end there far from it yeah i'm like how does that i would just think you would never talk to him again yeah in what way does this a hundred percent like a normal person would definitely assume that and if i was in a normal state of mind at the time i definitely would have also stopped talking to him but something wasn't right covid really fucked with us all so i was just like but he's so fun to talk to i don't want to not talk to him so i was like that's like a game yeah so i was like whatever i'll keep talking to him so I think throughout the rest of December, we kept chit-chatting, and then I feel like it became a lot more sexual. And it was only on his end. I really don't even remember how the sessions would start, but I, it would always be me making fun of him and degrading him, and and I, I started telling him just so, like, I just started, like, saying crazy shit. And, like, at some point, like, 
I had a private story on Snapchat that like my friends could join if they wanted to. And I would post like him, like pictures of him. And like he was in it. Like the whole thing was for him. I would post pictures of him with socks in his mouth or like just like embarrassing shit I would make him do. He would write like, I love goddess on his chest or something like that. Or send me a picture of you with this sock in your mouth or something like that. And I would screenshot those pictures and post them on that story and then my friends would all also make fun of him and then I would screenshot those replies and then post them on the story for him to see so like he was really get like it was like group and he wanted yeah. that no like he, this he like I think I like brought it up as a joke one time he's no like I want you to do that like I would love if you did that goddess like please do that that is yeah wild. it was, pretty, it was was he not worried about people seeing him and being like, oh, I know that guy? I, I have no... I mean, like, granted, it was only, like... There's only like, 10 people in that story, and they were all, like, my close friends. So, like, I don't think, like... It, yeah. it probably wouldn't have been any... And, like, I come from, like, a big city, so, like, it probably wasn't anyone he knew, but... I don't know. Like, he really had no concern for his own privacy, and I think that was, like, part of it. Like, he liked that... And at some point, like, it <laughs> yeah. may just get out that everyone knows that, like... He likes to be told that he has a tiny little shrimp dick and like he likes to be told this, that, and the third. And so he was just like really like getting off on it, like just more. And like it just started getting a lot more intense. Like we would have, I don't know, I like this is it's just so embarrassing, like almost embarrassing for me. But at some point, like I made him like come in his own mouth and I like all of this is over the phone too. Like I'm like, I think I still come on like something and like eat it come on a spoon and like swallow it just the most like crazy embarrassing shit I could think of and he would do and he would do all it. of it he would do all of it and at the time I think he had lost his job he'd been laid off because of COVID so he wasn't like sending me any money so you were just doing this because it was like low-key fun and like a little bit like that's bad no and that's totally I get that no you're not seeing him in person you're like it's entertaining yeah, the thing is he really was like he was like happy I think that he like like he he like gushed about me like a lot and oh I would make him write me and I'll read you one of them actually I would make him write me these paragraphs of like why you deserve to be my pay pig and like why I'm so much better than you and in every way and like why you're like a piece of shit essentially and he would do it and it was just it was crazy like it was just like the most ego boosting thing but he had lost his job he wasn't being a yeah i know that's the thing too he was like he would always be like i'm gonna set money aside for you once i get my job i'm gonna put money aside and and i was just like okay whatever and i think at some point he did get a job and i started sending him like like almost like an amazon wish list kind of thing i started sending him things that i wanted And I think he was like, I feel like we had plans for him to buy these things and then we were going to meet up and he was going to give me everything, but they fell like through for some reason. But all of this kind of came to a head around the end of January because he was alone in his house and he was doing LSD recreationally. And he had told me beforehand, he was like, oh yeah, like I'm going to go do LSD. And I was like, be safe what the fuck yeah. like I, I don't partake in recreational drugs like that so i was just like yeah i don't know what to tell you i don't think it's yeah, a good like, idea but you know luck. like mazel yeah. tov, like go do what you want <laughs> he is doing his lsd and at some point he calls me and i don't even remember i don't remember the gist of the conversation at all but at some point he's like i'm in love with you and i was like okay <laughs> I don't even know how I reacted to that, honestly. I don't even know. And he really doesn't know you, right? He doesn't know personal um, or are you sharing I those think things? at the beginning, like when we first started talking, like when we first matched on Tinder until before I met him, it was a lot more reciprocal because I think we both thought it was going to turn into something. Be something, so yeah. So it was more like, oh, like tell me about your family. Do this, do that. You know, like what, yeah, what yeah, are yeah. your goals and stuff like that. So he did know me he knew me to a certain extent but I think maybe what he meant was like more just he's in love with my character I guess because I think he what he really appreciated and I think this was like something he had didn't get with the last person that he was doing this with was that once it was like 
over like once like he like came or like once whatever like when it was done I was very like after care oriented even if it was just over the like phone Mm. because like again we never slept together like I never like I had only met him ever that one time you have not been in person with him since god and that was three years ago and you're still in touch yeah yeah I think he like really liked how like caring I was and like I was very invested in him like getting a job not for me personally but just like for the betterment of himself and I think he didn't finish high school or like he was going back and get or no he was like he didn't finish high school at the time because like of the life stuff that he was going through so I was like very encouraging Mm -hmm. of like him like doing his schoolwork and like going to his classes and stuff like that I like truly do like he's a lovely guy he's just been through a lot and has these weird kinks you started to like care about him as a person but ultimately you weren't yeah yeah no 100 percent. I, I did i can say that no question i obviously did care about him as a person i want i care about everyone like i want to see everyone succeed and do their yeah. best in life and whatever i wanted him to do great for himself and be happy because i could tell that he's just a very good guy but i wasn't attracted to him and I was just doing all of this sexual stuff for him and then for the potential like financial gain of it but not like there was no benefit to me for the most part other than like financially potentially yeah and yeah exactly exactly like I was bored during COVID like what the fuck else am I supposed to do yeah so after he told me he loved me we just wrapped up the conversation I obviously didn't say back and like I hung up and then the next day he was like oh my gosh I don't want to talk about it that was so embarrassing he was like that's not the way that I wanted it to come out but I do love you I am in love with you And I was just like, okay, I don't even know what I said, to be honest. I don't remember. But I think I, like, just said, are you sure you love me? I feel like maybe you just like what I do for you and you like me as a person. But I was trying to talk him out of it. And then I think we both mutually just faded. We just stopped talking around maybe early February. We just did not talk. And then I didn't hear from him again, I want to say, until... May ish, June, summer. And I think that he was just like, God, it's like, I miss you so much. Like, he sent me like a text or something like that. Or I think about you every day. And I was just like, I think we like started chatting again, like casually, like not any like sexual things, just like casual conversation. And then maybe September of 2021, yeah, we start talking again. And at some point, he reveals to me that he has a girlfriend. And I was like, oh. And he was, like, trying to, like, start back in the dynamic that we had. And I was just like, oh, does your girlfriend know about this? I feel like I wouldn't really be, like, cool if your, like, girlfriend wasn't cool with this. And he was just like, I just can't get you off my mind, goddess. Just no one compares to you. And I just can't stop thinking about you. And And I was just like, I hit me up when you don't have a girlfriend you want to Mm -hmm. do this shit again but I'm not gonna do this while you have a girlfriend and I think he got the message so I didn't hear from him again until I entered college and I think that it became like an anecdote that I would tell people want to hear this crazy story of this just the most random shit ever because I really just stumbled into it like it went from something that was supposed to be just like a date swipe to like I was like taking this guy's money and like that I think that was the first um, like until this next time that I'm about to get to, I hadn't received any payment from him. Yeah. Financial. Yeah. But in December of, it was like, I think it was like almost Christmas. Year. Yeah. My first year of school, like post-secondary, he hit me up and he was like, I will literally pay anything for you to call me and make fun of me right now. I will do anything. And I was like, okay, like, fuck. Yeah, I think I was like, I was living <laughs> yeah, okay. with my brother at the time, too. I'm not gonna say no. So like, I call him and he sent me, I think I kept making him send me money, almost like it was like a like countdown, like the more money you send me, like the closer you can get to coming because I had a number in mind. Mm-hmm. So I think he ended up sending me like $150. And again, it was just like the regular shit of like, you have such a small penis at that point in like, my first year post-secondary I started seeing more people and I was actually seeing a lot of women at the time which I think 
turn him on a little bit less because I think that he liked the power of this big dicked man come came and like dicked me down like something like that I think that's what he wanted so I like I had to like change the genders around when I was like telling him these stories and then I did not hear from him again like at all until and like I think I tried to like in January of the new year, I tried to talk to him and like get him to send me more money. Obviously, I'm like, I, I wanted it to be more of a regular thing because I'm like, this is a really easy side hustle. Make $150 totally. in an hour. No, I have no qualms about that. That lo- sounds lovely. Yeah. I think like he was real, like, I think like still till now, he's like very like on and off with jobs and stuff like that. Like, he just doesn't have the security that. I think he wished he had in order to like be able to satisfy this kink more readily. So again, we like didn't talk for quite a bit. And then he started like replying to my stories every once in a while and being like, you're so hot. Like I need you. Like I want you to sit on my face and this and that. And the third. And I was just like, I would just like the stories. Like I early even more read, like I didn't engage. And then I started seeing someone in July of last year. So 2022 and this person was not very open-minded in general. Piggy had hit me up at some point and he was like looking for me to do the whole thing again, have another session, but I couldn't, I needed to cut contact with him because my ex-boyfriend now at the time, he was very not not into it. it. Yeah. Like for lack of a better word. Well, I have better words, but I'm going to be polite. (laughs) So yeah, he was not into any of it. So I like, I have to like delete his number from my phone, but I wrote his, like I wrote Piggy's number down on the little sticky note because I was like, I'm probably like realistically not going to be with this guy forever, but Piggy's forever going to have this kink. So let me, let me not like burn this bridge. Like another kink that I actually found out that he had during before the boyfriend thing. Sorry, I'm really jumping back and forth here. He had told me that while he was dating one of his, like one of the girls he had was dating during that time. And like I stalked her Instagram Mm -hmm. and she was also into some freaky shit. Her Instagram was public and she had pictures of her with a tail butt plug in. So I was just like, I'm glad you found your match. Yeah, I'm like, I'm happy that you met somebody who's on the same level as you. But he had told me like the reason I keep hitting you up while I have girlfriends is because I have a homewrecker kink, which basically just means like he wants me to homewreck and wants me to dominate him. And then like his ex or his girlfriend finds out and then she like leaves him. And then like, he just like basically wants me to ruin his life, which like, I'm not, I want him to be happy. Like, I don't want to ruin his life. So like that part, I like never really engaged in that. Like, I just like, I was like, I know this is something you're into, but like, I've never, I'm not going to ever satisfy that for you. Like, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. And like, I think at some point too, I hit him up at some point because I think I like wanted to go on a little trip with my friends and I needed some extra like just spending money. So I was just like, might as well give this a try. And I hit him up and he told me that he had a girlfriend and I was just like, okay, yeah, no worries. No problem at all. Best of luck. And then he texted Mm -hmm. me like three days later and he's like, I don't have a girlfriend. I lied. And I'm like, okay, like, why did you lie? He was just like, I just like, sometimes I feel like I need to hold myself back from you because I feel like I'm so addicted to you that like I just want to give you everything Mm. it was just it was very like just very intense language all around mind you this whole time or maybe like I don't know if it was consistent but like from when I met him he was in cognitive behavioral therapy so I'm like is it working like maybe you need to try a different form of therapy my love like (laughs) it's clearly not effective (laughs) Flash forward, you I have, have a boyfriend. boyfriend. So I deleted his number from my phone. Boyfriend did not go well. It was a really not amazing relationship. So I yeah, ended things like with him this April of this past year, 2023. Or this mm-hmm. March, sorry. And then in April, in like early April, I met the guy who I'm currently dating. And he was a very open-minded, lovely individual. Love him so much. And he he knows all of this. And he's I like yeah. asked him too, like before we started dating, I was like, Hey, I have this guy who occasionally sends me money for me making fun of him. Are you okay with that? And he's like, Fuck yeah, take me to dinner with the money you get from him. And I was like, Okay, yeah, no problem. So he's yeah. really like down for it. Right before I met my current boyfriend, right after the last one. I like hit up Piggy and I was like, hey, I don't even know what I said. I think I was just like, hey, hey, Piggy. I think I just said, hey, Piggy. And he texted me back and he 
is like who's this and i'm like oh like he and he had like unfollowed me oh you have a lot of women i call literally you i was thinking the exact same thing i think i literally said that to him because <laughs> he had unfollowed me off socials and stuff like he wasn't like following so like we like hadn't talked probably since i started dating my ex so like since july of 2022 so he's who's this and i think i literally did say that i was like how many people call you piggy and he's like two and i was like okay like it's the best one no i'm kidding but <laughs> he's like he's whoever this is leave me alone and i was like oh like this is new and i think i was being a little bit cheeky and i was like okay i'll be here when you change your mind and I left it at that. And I'm like, I know he's going to come back. Lo and behold, I was right. Yeah. He calls me like three days later. And all I say, and I do a little bit of the voice, just a little bit. But I was just like, nice. hello. And he hangs up right away. He didn't say anything. And I was like, okay, he knows who I am now. And yeah. yeah. And then we started talking again. And I haven't, I haven't called him since, I don't even know, probably 20. Uh, probably since January 20 or December, sorry, 2021, when the last time he had sent me money was. So I, I still haven't called him, but over text, he was, can you please send me nudes? Like, no, no, no. And I made a little game with him. And I was like, if you send, if you send the amount that I'm thinking of, I'll send you a picture. If you send me over the amount I'm thinking of, I'll send you a video. If you send me under the amount that I'm thinking of, you get nothing and if you send me a embarrassingly low amount you don't even get to come and mind you spoiler alert for those of you listening whatever the not whatever he was gonna (laughs) send I was not gonna send him anything I was just gonna say it was too low because I don't do that but I thought that was like a clever way to get a good amount of money out of him you should you should really take an improv (laughs) class you're very good thank you so yeah he ended up sending me I think he sent me like 40 50 dollars and then he literally and i didn't even check my bank account at the time and five and i didn't answer him and then five minutes later he's like i think that was like a low amount like i'll send more and then i think he sent like another 40 bucks on top of it or something like that yeah i made like a good i think i made a hundred bucks total or something 140 something like that out of him that day and um he sent me i want to read you the two little things that he sent me yeah the excerpts they're very like when i'm sad and i just need to pick me up i'll go look at these oh actually so like the way that i got before i even did like the if you send me this amount whatever i said i had told him here's what's gonna happen you're gonna go on instagram and send me a follow request then you're gonna write me a minimum 300 word paragraph about why i should take you back as my pay pig how ready and desperate you are to worship me how hot i am and attach a photo of you with a sock in your mouth. If I deem it all satisfactory, then we'll proceed. And then I told him, I'm going to sleep now. If I don't see these steps completed by the time I wake up, I'm not wasting any more time texting you. Understood? And then he's, holy fucking shit. Yes, of course. Anything you say. Anything. Oh, my God. And I'm like, yes, who? And he's, yes, goddess. And then I go to bed. And I wake up. And then he, this is his first paragraph. So he says, Ahem, goddess, I will do absolutely fucking everything to worship you and i don't undermine those words in the slightest one of the reasons i stay away so much is because i lack self-control and i promise on my fucking life you're the biggest fucking temptation and addiction i've encountered i'd pay to literally just hear about stories of you being fucked by other guys i could barely handle being in a relationship with you that jealousy would literally interrupt my process of thinking at any given moment every fucking inch of you i miss i don't think you understand And then your voice, Dot. And then just how fucking powerful and intelligent you are. How fucking weak you make me in just saying the one word, Piggy. I've been in relationship to relationship, and yet, as pathetic as it sounds, every single time I'm struggling to not text you. You're the embodiment of everything I admire and obsess over in a human being, and it'd be fucking heaven to be able to serve you. I still fantasize about seeing you again, having you take my card and spend it recklessly right in front of me. It made me feel like what I needed to feel, like your bitch. And I swear I'll be good and listen properly. I've waited so unbelievably fucking long for this opportunity, and I promise I won't fuck it up. Please let me worship you. Please let me drain my wallet for you. I want to be owned by you and be shown what I can never have. I'll do anything. Holy fuck, this makes me horny just writing this. Jesus. Anyways, you're everything, and I will never deserve you. But I just want to devote my entire existence to you. So please give me the opportunity. 
Oh my gosh. That should have been his college essay. Well, so I said, and then he sent me the picture and everything. And <laughs> what did I even say to him? I was, I'm such a shit disturber. I think my only reply to him was could have contained less expletives and had a more cohesive flow. 5.5 out of 10. Like I graded him. <laughs> so I made him rewrite it. And the second one is why I should be your pay pig. It has a title and everything. I love that. Better no, literally. Pieces. I made him write like a full like three body asset. I should have made him cite it in APA. If given the opportunity to be your pay pig, I promise to be an asset in your life at any given moment. With the following pieces of evidence provided, and with this desperate attempt to be on my knees for you, I can assure you that from the moment you allow me the privilege to serve you, the absolute control of my pleasure, my wallet, my cock, and my life is within your hands. You become... Ooh, that's a strong yeah, intro paragraph. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it got better. You become not only the sole purpose of my existence, but my priority in pleasing and making certain that you're always satisfied. As there's always been one main rule revolving around financial domination, the pleasure will always revolve around you, never me. And as much as I may beg, whimper, and bribe, I wholeheartedly accept that if I were to be your pay pig, that all my desperation will only result in me making, in me most likely making an embarrassment of myself. Because if given the chance, that decision will never be mine. You will always have the say on what I do and when I do it. And for me to question otherwise for even a moment makes me undeserving of you. But then... It's not to say that I was ever deserving of you in the first place. Not only will you always be superior to me mentally, but also physically, from your goddess-like stature to your perfectly symmetrical figure, and dozens upon dozens more details I could get lost describing for hours. But as pathetic as it is to admit, describing you at this moment is getting me extremely desperate at the idea of being yours, to the point where it's almost a little bit scary how much I truly do for you and how much power you have, regardless if I were to be given this opportunity. So if all else fails, I beg of you, goddess, I'll do anything. Yeah, I know. It's poetry. He has such a way with words. I want to frame it and put it up on my wall. But you haven't gotten money from him since when? Um, With this, he sent me money. And then I think there's only actually been three main instances of me getting, maybe four of me getting money from him. But to be fair, like, I wasn't, like, I haven't really been doing anything for him either because, like, we don't really talk yeah. as much anymore. Like, he likes my stories and replies to my stories every once in a while. But, like. But at this point in your yeah. relationship, like, with your boyfriend, if you were to hit you up, like, wanting yeah. the whole thing, like, would you charge oh, for it? Yeah. Yeah. Piggy, if you're listening to this, send me money. But. Um, well, don't, literally do not go for less than yeah. 150. Like, 150 has been your max. I think this is, like, going to be an hour yeah. episode at the end of the day. I think minimum 300. Yeah. I feel I'm like serious. I need to include a little message for him at the end or something like that. Like, just something to, like, really incentivize him. Please, add it. Make it 500. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. I will start the profits at this point because you're really, like, you're, like, my business manager <laughs> right now. Let me think of something to say to him. Like, Piggy, like, mm-hmm. you know what you are. Like, you're a pathetic loser who, at the end of the day, is, like, never going to get any of this or probably any woman. You have a tiny little dick. No one, woman. Smallest yeah, so in the tiny. world. And now everyone knows. Everyone who listens to this podcast knows mm-hmm. how small your tiny little dick is and they're all probably laughing at you at this very moment if you're feeling Mm -hmm. humiliated and you're feeling shame then you should probably send me some money actually not probably send me some money i'm not going to take less than 150 dollars. if you ever want to speak to me again and you ever want to get embarrassed and humiliated and feel like the sad little pathetic pig you are send me some money xoxo beautiful i can't think of a better way to end this episode (laughs) Do you want to give us your favorite restaurant? Uh, that's such a hard question. I really want to say the name of the bakery I took him to just because I feel like it would be really funny. Oh, my God. But yeah. um, I'm trying to be a little stealthy with my location right now because I really would love for this to be anonymous. So I'll just say anywhere that serves bread because I'm all about that bread. There we go. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and follow the podcast wherever it is you listen to it so that we can bring you more unexpected stories by ordinary people. And if you don't like the episode, forget what I just said and just please don't tell anyone.